2: Puerto Rico, where visits end but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
3: Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com.
2: The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie.
1: Hello, and welcome to Saver a production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. I'm Annie Reese, And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum,
0: and today we're talking about lavender.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and this one has been on my mind since we got back from Hawaii, uh, because while we were there, we found out there was a lavender farm, and it was the one that got away. I'm so sad we missed it.
0: Yeah, it was on Maui, and we yes. technically weren't recording anything on Maui. That was a couple days that Annie and I had of vacation. What? Um, but we were still going to go out there. Yeah. Uh, time was too short. It was. It was. There were just a lot of turtles to see.
1: There were? Yeah. Many turtles, many beaches to go to. Oh, gosh. Mountains to climb. Tunas to eat. Oh, so much tunas to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time, Not another reason to go
0: back. Yes. I, there are also other lavender farms. Oh, really? Of course there are. <laughs> I would love to go. <laughs> Oh, man, I
1: am out of practice with this, you guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. We're coming back. We're coming back.
1: Um, I also wanted to note when I was in high school, I was told by a teacher, lions don't like the smell of lavender. Like, they run away from it. And it turns out, doing this research, maybe not so much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I bought it hook, line, and sinker, and to this day, I wear lavender-scented deodorant just in case. Just in case.
0: I mean, has this ever been a thing? I it mean, might have been. Well, I, I guess you wouldn't know because the lions, the lions all ran are away. are running
1: from the smell of my deodorant. Yeah. Well. And you're also, and you're also fresh. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's got multiple things <laughs> that are going on with the lavender deodorant. But okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get to our question. Uh-huh. Lavender. What is it?
0: Well, uh, lavender is a category of herb in the mint family. It's a small flowering uh, shrub-type plant, like one to three feet tall or up to about a meter. Uh, those flowers are typically a, a silvery bluish purple but can range into white and pink too. They're they're tiny little things and, and grow in like ring or whorl patterns at the top inch or two of, of these long spikes that shoot up. From the plant, um, uh, the one inch, one to two inches being like three to five centimeters or so. Mm-hmm. Those flowers contain a lot of nectar. Bees and other pollinators love them. Um, and the and the calyx of the flower, that the sort of like support system cupping the petals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it contains a lot of strongly scented oils, uh, floral and spicy and sweet and like a little fruity and woody and sharp. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you can grow lavender from cuttings, which is an exciting thing that I just learned in this research. Yeah. Makes sense, mint family. Types. There are about 25 known species of lavender. I've seen numbers range from 20 to like 48. Wow. So, uh, some disagreement there, but yeah, there are hundreds of varietals. The three main categories, though, are what's called true lavender, which is the species Lavendula angustifolia then there's spike lavender which is lavandula latifolia and then there's lavandin which is a lavandula intermedia which is a hybrid of those first two things intermedia intermedia interesting
1: mhm all kinds of uses for lavender a lot of them are scent based uh perfume soap shampoos conditioners lotions deodorant aromatherapy Food-wise, more importantly, this podcast in drinks and marinades on meats and chocolates. This was my favorite chocolate flavor we had when we were in Hawaii. Uh huh. Uh huh. Lots of sweets, like cookies, donuts, ice cream, cakes, infused in alcohol, like gin or vodka. I have done this. It was magnificent. The French herd their lamb to graze in fields of lavender in hopes that the resulting meat will be tender in
0: honey. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Great in cocktails and salads, fresh or dried. Uh, Lavender goes especially well with tartish fruits, like, uh, like berries and citrus, which really bring out its kind of sweet floral notes. Uh, if you're ever like, oh, man, lemon would be so good with this, lavender would probably also be good in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so many, so many uses, um, different varieties and concentrations can work as antifungals and insect repellents or even insecticides.
1: Note, do not eat lavender that is not labeled for culinary use or that you or someone you know didn't grow yourself. The garden variety may have a lot of pesticides or or just be way, way, way stronger.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the lavandin tends to have a lot more camphor to it, which— is fun, but maybe not Candy. what you Maybe not what you want to eat.
1: Yes, and, and going with that, it, lavender does have a strong flavor. I used way too much once in college, and oh god, <laughs> I still ate it. I still ate the chicken because I was a poor college student uh, who had spent all of her money on lavender. <laughs> oh. But it was not the most pleasurable experience.
0: Oh, like 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 eating a, a bowl of potpourri, I imagine. Oh yeah.
1: For days, because again, <laughs> oh. poor and cheap, poor oh. and cheap. <laughs> but let's talk about the nutrition.
0: Yeah, um, I guess going off of that story, mm-hmm. probably you shouldn't eat so much lavender that it contributes to your daily caloric intake. Nope, nope. It's a it's a it's a light spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but there is a lot of really interesting research into the possible medicinal benefits of lavender. Um, preliminary research in vivo in animals and in human animals has shown that, that lavender can kind of just chill a being out, like, like literally, in that it can slow down some bodily processes, including the cellular consumption of energy and thus production of heat, um, but also figuratively in that it can reduce anxiety. It seems like application orally on the skin and via inhalation can have a relaxing effect on a few central nervous system systems. In general, better effects have been observed in mild cases of anxiety, depression, insomnia, and pain management than in more severe cases of any of those things. Uh, But it has performed better than placebo in all of those cases. Um, That said, bodies are complicated. More research needs to be done. The saver motto. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. We need that on a T-shirt. We do. Uh, If you're looking to self-treat with lavender, do your research, consult a medical professional. Um, also be aware that ingestion of lavender, like medicinal quantities of lavender has been associated with some gastrointestinal discomfort. Um, and topical application has been associated with mild hormonal changes. Um, it can have like a estrogenic effects. yeah. so um, so maybe limit the amount of pure lavender oil that you apply to the skin of young male children.
1: That's a very specific advice.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Got it? (laughs) Heard and seen, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Or if you've got other stuff going on with your your hormone balance, then, you know, just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, uh, short-term, it seems to be absolutely fine and safe for use, but more studies need to be done on long-term effects. Indeed.
4: hmm
1: If we look at numbers, a lot of lavender comes from Provence, France, but you can find it growing all over.
0: Bulgaria actually produces the most. But, yeah, uh, lots in France. Uh, it's also farmed in England, Russia, Australia, the United States and Canada, South Africa, and all around the Mediterranean, um, both the Southern Europe side and the North African side and ranging out into Turkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over 1,500 metric tons of lavender oils are produced every year, most of it lavandin, um, which, again, is kind of sharper and less expensive. Yes. As of 2016, the global market for lavender was worth $76 million, um, most of that in non-food applications. But the food and beverage segment seems to be growing. Oh, huh. wow. hmm
1: Sequim, Washington, or perhaps Sequim, has the Lavender Festival, and we just missed it. Oh, true saber so style. bummed. Oh, if anyone has been, please. Oh. Please. To any Lavender Festival, certainly. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Write in, send pictures. Is there some kind of crown that we can get? <gasps> A scepter?
0: Oh, Lavender Scepter. It would smell so good. It would.
1: It might keep lions away. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> but I like to think that it would. <laughs> Lavender and other edible flowers are experiencing a little bit of resurgence when it comes to their culinary side. Mm -hmm. Edible flowers. But how did we get here?
0: Well, we'll tell you. But first, we're going to take one quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by
1: Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth.
3: Visit TomboyX.com.
4: Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. ball Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
1: And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. Like a lot of things we talk about, lavender started out as mainly a medicinal Thing. As far as the historical written record goes, lavender's first mention took place over 2,500 years ago, and it was referenced in both the New and Old Testament of the Bible. Ah. Mm-hmm. Some historians believe that the people of Arabia were the first to domesticate lavender. Sometime around 600 BCE, lavender made its way to France— The ancient Romans used it as a medicine, an antiseptic for washing, and insect repellent. Roman soldiers even took lavender with them into battle to have available to treat wounds, dropsy, jaundice, kidney disorders, upset stomach, and insect bites. Women would be given lavender to clutch during childbirth for strength and courage. And from what I understand, still are in some places. It was fairly expensive, too, a pound going for the equivalent of a farmer's monthly salary.
0: Uh, There was a superstition in Rome at the time that asps nested in lavender bushes, which may or may not have been a ploy to drive up the price.
1: I have a suspicion (laughs) that it was. It really has been used to treat all kinds of things insomnia, depression, anxiety, fatigue. In Chinese traditional medicine, it was thought to have cooling properties for the mind and heart. The word lavender comes from the Latin lavare, or lavo, meaning to wash. The Greeks and Romans frequently used lavender scented bathwater.
0: Or it might come from the Latin lividus, meaning bluish and or livid. Um, either way, yeah, the two words were associated with each other and and would be for a very long time, the the washing sense and the bluish sense. Right.
1: Before we recorded this, Lauren and I were discussing how we agreed on this, right? We both thought it was spelled A-R at the end.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought that there were—it was just nothing but A's. I don't know. Like, I spelling is very strange. Lavendar.
1: Lavendar
0: with colors i feel
1: like that Crayola crown game i used to have it had an ar at the
0: i think i was probably being improperly influenced by like lavanderias like a oh. like yeah
1: mm-hmm. uh, a lawn, like laundromat's well i was thinking of crayons <laughs> and probably incorrectly so there <laughs> that goes all right Um, people would also burn lavender innocence for angry gods, and they thought that the scent of lavender might keep untamed lions and tigers calm. So I guess that's where the whole lions don't like the smell of it thing came from. (laughs) I've been living a lie. I don't want to calm them down. I want them running fear. (laughs) My my lavender deodorant will not keep the lions
0: away. I must go back to the drawing board. I I think that either a calm lion— Or a running away lion. I think both are okay.
1: It's true, but I just like the idea of me walking up all (laughs) tough and the lion taking off and people looking at me like, whoa. You know what I mean? I (laughs) do. You've never had that dream?
0: I've never had that dream, Annie. Oh,
1: (laughs) it's a wonderful one. (laughs)
0: I'll try it out later.
1: Okay, you should. (laughs) I highly recommend it. The Egyptians (laughs) used lavender as a part of mummification and also as a perfume, one thing I read claimed that Tutankhamun's tomb still had the smell of lavender when opened 3,000 years later. Some accounts call lavender Cleopatra's secret weapon, her scent of choice when seducing Mark Anthony and Julius Caesar. The Arabians and Phoenicians enjoyed the smell of lavender in their fragrances. That seduction thing may not have been limited to Cleopatra, I I Don't think it was at all. Apparently, women looking for a suitor might put a satchel of lavender in their cleavage, and there's even a lullaby about it. Lavender's green, dilly-dilly. Lavender's blue, you must love me, dilly-dilly, because I love you. How romantic.
0: Up into the Middle Ages in Europe, some folks associated lavender with love and considered it, uh uh-huh, an aphrodisiac. Of course. Uh, though it was also associated with like purity. Um there is a belief that sprinkling lavender water on a loved one's head would keep them chaste. Ah
1: oh. Lavender was also believed by some cultures to ward off evil spirits. Churches in Spain and Portugal had lavender strewn on their floors, and on St. John's Day, uh, lavender was thrown into the bonfires, perhaps more for luck. Some Christians believed that putting some lavender in an entrance or a keyhole would keep away ghosts and the evil eye. Mm -hmm. Beginning in the 12th century and all the way up to 1874, France, lavender was used to treat lice. Around this time which was medieval renaissance, women who you could hire to do your wash were called lavenders. While the plague and cholera were a huge concern during the 16th and 17th century, lavender was believed to be a preventative for those things. Lavender
0: made the journey to the Americas in the 1600s. And then in 1652, one um, Nicholas Culpepper published The English Physician, which was a book of er- herbal medicines and Astrology, because, you know, that's sort of how things flew at the time. Uh Um, In it, he wrote about lavender. This is so well known, being an inhabitant in almost every garden, that it needeth no description. No description (laughs) at all. (laughs) He also associated it with the planet Mercury. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Sure, astrology.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Queen Elizabeth I was a big fan of lavender and always wanted a jar of lavender conserve, which—
0: I'm jam. S- yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, like a jelly or a jam. hmm
1: On her royal table. She used it as a perfume, too. And on top of that, she drank lavender tea for migraines. In 1886, she hired an official purveyor of lavender essence to the queen. That oh, is a wonderful title. That is. I love it so much. hmm and she may have been on to something with that migraine thing, at least according to the herbalist and naturalist of the time, William Turner's 1551 work *Herbal* included this note about lavender: "Flowers of lavender quilted in a cap
0: comfort the brain very well." No, I don't think that's how I don't think that's how it's useful.
1: But I love the idea of people yeah. wearing lavender caps. Oh man, that that is lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably smelled nice. Yeah. John Parkinsons wrote something similar in the 1640 piece. Theatrum botanicum, that lavender was especially good use for all griefs and pains of the head and brain and the tremblings and passions of the heart, not only eaten but also smelled or applied to the temples.
0: And some of this bears out. I mean, there's there's research to this day about, about its use in migraines, and it can help lessen them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. Charles VI of France wouldn't go without lavender on his pillow or in his pillow because he thought it would help him have a restful night. Queen Victoria was integral in popularizing lavender across Europe. She kept it in every room for fragrance and cleaning purposes, as an air freshener and for the linens. The aristocracy started growing it ornamentally in their gardens. Mm. In the Victorian language of flowers, lavender oftentimes represented... mistrust, or it was associated with mistrust. And this is because, according to Henry Phillips' 1825 book, Floral Emblems, lavender is frequently used to cover disagreeable odors. Oh. Yeah. Can't trust anybody trying to hide disagreeable odors. (laughs) He knew. (laughs) He'd be very suspect of my deodorant. He would
0: be. He would be. I'm like, what if they're just innocently trying to ward off lions?
1: Come on. Man. I thought that's what we were all doing. I thought that's what people would assume. It turns out I've just made a fool of you and me. (laughs) It seems the French didn't start cooking with lavender until the 20th century. A combination of lavender oil and sphagnum moss was used in the place of the limited amount of antiseptic for wounded soldiers during World War I. So that's pretty recent. Yeah. Maud Greaves 1931 Modern Herbal came with this lavender tidbit— in some cases of mental depression and delusions, oil of lavender proves a real service, and a few drops rubbed on the temple will cure nervous headache. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: And then, in the 1930s, French chemist René Maurice Gattefossé, so impressed with what he saw as the healing properties of lavender after he used it to treat a chemical burn, wrote about it in *Aromatherapy: Les Huiles Essentielles Hormones Végétales*. He coined the word aromatherapy in this book.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 1999, the International Herb Association named lavender the herb of the year. Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in uh, 2018, a research team out of the University of British Columbia sequenced um, true lavender's genome. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's all happening. It's it
1: all is. It's all happening
0: right now. It is. Oh, and I, 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 love, I love stuff like this that has these, these proven antimicrobial, anti fungal uh properties that was used to ward off evil spirits uh yeah. in ye olden times cuz I'm like yeah like are bacteria evil spirits does that count yeah i think so they were onto something yeah sure mm-hmm. yeah and also i i guess now that i think about it i have i have this teddy bear that i call heavy bear mhm cuz he, he's he's weighted down with like with like barley and uh and and scented with with like lavender and all this stuff inside of him he's <laughs> it's 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 meant it's like a line of products that's meant to be uh, microwaved and then ah, used as, like, a soothing
1: yeah. nighttime
0: thing. Although when you tell people that the bear is meant to be microwaved, they get very upset. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you monster! <Yeah.
1: laughs> oh, how could you?
0: <laughs> but it is very soothing. Like, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I like, you know, it's one of those things that I guess until I did this research, I was never sure if it was just placebo or right. what. But. Yeah, my
1: mom's favorite scent is lavender. And when I was growing up, I did not like the smell of lavender. And it wasn't until because I'm a wild woman (laughs) that I heard that maybe it'll protect me from lions. I was like, okay, I'm on board, Mom. I love the smell. (laughs) Um, But it does, like, she has it kind of throughout the house, and and it makes me think of her now, which I really— It does have that kind of nostalgic thing, but it also, through that and possibly through some of this research we went over, it has
0: been comforting. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's a divisive flavor. I it found. is. Yeah. Do, do you like floral flavor stuff?
1: Um. Yes, but I did not used to. I did not used to. Um. But now. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I. I think I always had, or maybe like I, I'm not sure if I encountered floral flavored candies and stuff until I was a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Maybe like college, high school, or college. And yeah, by that time I was like, yeah, I want to eat stuff that tastes like roses. Like what? Like yes, I want that. Cool. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, lavender is – re- it's like a lavender sorbet. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Or like a donut with the lavender glaze. Yeah.
1: Or <laughs> <Our laughs> cake. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> well, that's what we have to say about lavender for now. Hopefully, we will get to one of those lavender farms.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But we do have a little bit more for you.
0: We do, but first, we've got one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid
1: erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com.
3: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year
1: And we're back. Thank you, sponsor.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: And we're back with (gasps) Listener Mail. Very soothing. Oh, yeah. Everyone fell asleep right then. (laughs) So you won't get to hear this wonderful Listener (laughs) Mail. Janice wrote... I've been to write this email for some time, and finally, now that I have a batch of Jack Torres chocolate chip cookies in the oven after 48 hours of dough chilling, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to tell you about bar snacks in Lebanon. Ooh. My fiance and I traveled there last year, and much to our surprise, bars not only serve complimentary mixed nuts, but a small plate of lightly salted carrot sticks and lemon juice. Ooh. These snacks were served without fail at every bar we visited in Beirut and in the town of Byblos. The only bar that we happened upon that didn't do this was an Irish-style pub owned by a Russian woman. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. For a bar snack, raw vegetables certainly are not the first thing to come to my mind, but chilled carrot sticks and lemon juice make for a really pleasant, tasty side on any warm Lebanese night. I have no idea about the origin of this tradition, and questioning our bartenders mostly resulted in a struggle. again. It's just what you do. For an answer.
0: Huh. But that does sound really refreshing. That does sound delightful. hmm Oh, man. Okay. All right. Snacks ideas. Gretchen wrote, While listening to your MRE episode, I was struck by how concerned you sounded at the idea of heating food over C4. Having seen this in a documentary, I wanted to assure you it's much safer than it sounds. Thank goodness. C4 only explodes when it's exposed to electrical current. If it's exposed to flame, it burns slowly. A small amount would be separated for a single use, or one corner of a large block would be lit, then easily smothered when the heating was done. It also reminded me of an interesting anecdote I was once told about my grandfather. Apparently, while he was a mechanic in the Air Force, he and his buddies would chill beer with jet fuel. As described to me, the method was to... One, bury a six-pack in the ground with several inches of soil on top. Two... Douse the soil over the beer with the jet fuel. Three, light the jet fuel. <laughs> Shocked face. <laughs> yep. We're making it, and it's in the email and emoji <laughs> form. I guess the intense flame at the top of the soil created a lot of airflow through the loosened soil around the beer, thus chilling it. Innovative. This that that was that was a roller coaster of an email because I was at once comforted, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then terrified of another thing that I didn't know.
1: You needed to be terrified. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're so we've got to find a way to chill our beer. I know. Jet fuel. <laughs>
0: You You make do with what you've got. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Very impressive.
1: <laughs> anyway, thanks to both of them for writing in. If you would like to write to us,
0: you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. We do hope to hear from you. Savor is production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks
1: are BFFs with our teeth
2: in Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
3: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year